any events you have going on or dare I say yard work? <laughs> I don't know. Final hour, Liz Calloway Show starts now. Time for the Liz Calloway Show. You asked for it, and we got it. Now, 6 to 10 weekday mornings. Always local. Always live. Always right. Here's Liz and Nick on Talk 94.5. All right, it is 9.07 on the Liz Calloway Show. Good morning. And it is uh, Wednesday, August 10th. Good morning. And we are here with Nikki Noodle, and we what? have a special... Do we have to change all the imaging now to say, let's get on show with Nikki Noodle? Yes, we have a special uh, guest joining us right now. This is Michael from Meals on Wheels, and he's fresh off the trail heading in from Arizona last night. I was texting with you. I was um, trying to confirm our appointment. You know, we booked this a long time ago, Michael. Yes. Yeah. And, um, it, and I don't think I've seen you for like six months. It's been a while. Yeah, it has, it's definitely yeah. been a while. And when we do our... Um, when we do our food drive, uh, you guys are the direct benefactor yes. of the food drive that we do on Wednesday, which we're going to be doing again. Mm -hmm. uh, it'll be the Wednesday. We'll do the stuck in the truck thing with the two men in a truck in front of the Walmart in uh, by Farrow Parkway there. And you guys have a new place now. There's a mm -hmm. lot going on. Give us an update on Meals on Wheels and, and what you all do. Yeah, so recently we moved to um, a new kitchen over there near Singleton Ridge Road near uh, CMC. And we've done some amazing renovations over there. But unfortunately, in the next year and a half or so, we're going to have to move out of there just because of the value of the property in which we received help because we had to get out of a 1,500-square-foot 1, unit and we really have been increasing in the amount of people that we're serving. Since I came to Meals on Wheels maybe two or three years ago, mm -hmm. we jumped from about 75 active grandmothers and grandfathers a week that we're serving to roughly 375 active across wow. our county. And we're adding 14 new grandmothers and grandfathers a week that have medical conditions. And honestly, we have a lot pass away. Last year alone, we had 52 pass away on our services and we're looking to almost double that this year because we help so many hospice patients and things along those lines mm. but there truly is a need that is unseen in our community and we're trying to meet that and with that we need our own facility so we're holding this gala to try to that's that. amazing that um that the need is so great do you find that you know covid had a direct impact or is it the economy or is it just the aging population for for me i don't think covid necessarily uh made an impact it uh, honestly revealed to us the need and our ability and it capabilities the need yeah mm. to to serve to serve on a Very greater level and the the need is i don't even think we're scratching the surface of it honestly Mm -hmm. because so many people are coming down here to age in place and then family is leaving them here or, I mean, they truly are forgotten. Mm. You know, I partnered with Conway, uh, Conway Police Department when they just recently started a program to do kind of wellness checks for their seniors out mm -hmm. there. And <clears throat> the police, uh, the police officer out there, she said, you know, we're doing these wellness checks because we're finding people dead. Wow. They're, they're being moved down here, left in rooms in, you know, just oh renting gosh. rooms, and they're finding seniors left dead. 
And so we're trying to fill the gap on that. Wow. And that is part of what Meals on Wheels volunteers do. It's feeding, bringing nourishment, Mm -hmm. uh, literally, but it's also um, doing that those touch points. Yeah. Oh yeah. 100%. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Our meals are just a segue into building relationships and we have over 400 amazing volunteers. We just started, you know, within the last six months developing actually a care team, a group of people who go out and just sit down with isolated seniors who want to just talk to people. Mm -hmm. And we have found that that has increased, you know, the morale and, and, and their spiritual well-being, and, and, and really is starting to build a family. You know, um, I, I, I mean, my mom is up in New York by herself, and I keep trying to get her down here, but she won't move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I call her every day. You know, yeah. I have to call her every day. And if she, God forbid, doesn't answer the phone, I freak out. But I really do wish there was an organization like this up there. Um, and it, I think it provides such a valuable life source for people to actually see somebody. I mean, it's great that I can call her and FaceTime with Mm -hmm. her, but to actually have someone they can count on that they can actually see, um, you know, come in is just so important. Now, I was just um, posting on all our Facebook pages this uh, information about an event that you have coming up, and this is Friday, September 9th. Now, you heard of some of what Meals on Wheels does, and you heard uh, about the mission, uh, but you also heard him talk about, and Michael, you were talking about the fact that you're going to need a permanent place for a kitchen. Yeah. Um, you you have some hopes and dreams of what you want to do with that, mm-hmm. you know, but maybe someone has a place. Uh, so yeah. tell us, what are the specs that you need for this kitchen? How much you think it's going to be? And then we'll talk about this event that you're doing to raise funds. Oh, my goodness. I, honestly, I don't know how much it's going to be, but, uh, you know, I've had a vision for the last three years of transforming the Coyote building mm-hmm. in, into, you know, our kitchen, a place of light. I know growing up here in Myrtle Beach that I spent uh, before I knew Jesus quite a few nights in uh, multiple places similar to what that used to be. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, it's been my dream to transform this uh, community into a place of light. And I would love to you know, transform that building into a place of hope for so many, you know, thousands of people here locally. And when last time I checked, it was about 700000 or so to buy the place, and it'd probably take a couple of hundred thousand to renovate it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the <laughs> there's there's no amount too big for God. So I've just been honestly going out there once a year for the last three years and praying over the, the building. And Really? Oh, yeah. That's the building you want? I one I think it's perfect. Honestly, I think it's you know who wouldn't want to take a strip club and, and change it to to you know for something for Jesus. <laughs> I, like I like that. Yeah. So um, what like um, well, let me ask you this. Uh, you know, do you know who owns it? Um, I, I can't remember the actual company. It's been a while since. Oh, it's I've been a company. There. Yeah, well, there's there's the broker that's that's kind of selling it. So I don't know the actual owner. It's a private owner. Oh, man, yeah. I wish we could get to that person. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe the broker wouldn't like it, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but if anybody knows who owns Coyote Grill, uh, hit us up on the PCRX Mobile Outfitters text line. Maybe we can make a connection somehow. You know, we have a tremendous... Um, and I didn't realize this, Michael. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're with Michael from Meals on Wheels. I didn't realize this until recently, but our listenership over the last three years has truly grown mm-hmm. a lot. Uh, a lot of people talk about what we do in the community oh, yeah. and how we try and help people. But really, it's it's the listeners. They're, they are so part of the show. Uh, they are the ones that make things happen 
99.9% of the time. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's like you you put you put it out there, like you say, you pray over it and mm-hmm. you put it out to God mm-hmm. and you um, put it out in the universe. Mm-hmm. And uh, I am telling you, we are going to hear some sort of response. Oh, yeah. People are <laughs> wanting to help you. Yes. So the Coyote Grill is on Highway 501. And uh, that I actually met somebody a long time ago that was running the Coyote Grill. Um, and it's got, it was kind of like a late night place. Always There's always issues there or whatever. Oh, so yeah. it would be great. And I know the people that live by there would be so thrilled to have a thriving um, entity there. Meals on Wheels would be awesome. What a is positive force for the community. Positive is. force. Yeah. Yeah. That's the gateway to our community. Why yeah. not? Why not have something there when they're coming in? It is seen, a gateway. You're yeah. right. It is. And and so when you have this facility, how do you envision this building to look, and how will it serve? Well, I mean, if you've seen what we can do with 1,500 square feet in a in a shipping container, then yeah. you know that the possibilities are endless. But you know, having something that says Meals on Wheels, I mean, we, we hold ourselves to a pretty high standard. You know, a lot of people want nonprofits to look like they're, you know, struggling. And we don't want to look like we're struggling. We want to look like we're a place of light and a place that anybody mm-hmm. from this community can come in and serve. So what we try to provide is an atmosphere in which the people who need family, not just those who we serve. Mm-hmm. What I'm starting to realize is a lot of the people that are volunteering with us need family, too. Mm-hmm. And so that's why Good we point. do everything in our power to make it a positive, uplifting mm-hmm. place and turn nobody away. Religion, race, nothing. I mean, we want everybody to feel welcome, come in and and feel the love of Jesus. That's really what it's about. I know you need a kitchen in there, mm-hmm. but what else are you going to do in there? That's a big space. So... We actually do Tuesday, we call them brunches, but it's like a small Bible study. It's actually a forum in which anybody can come in and kind of share their testimony and have a free brunch. So that's one of the things we like to do, bringing seniors in. Uh, there's so many things that we do just on a, on a monthly basis. We do special deliveries once a month. Mm-hmm. So Christmas, all of our you know grandmothers and grandfathers, they get personalized Christmas. Last year we had the girls lacrosse team, or sorry, the women's lacrosse team, um, call all of our clients with a wish list. I mean, if you wanted beer, you got beer. If you wanted, (laughs) well, what I'm serious, what I've come to realize, whatever their diet request is, you know, that's what they're going to get in their meal. But this is somebody's last Christmas. This Mm. is somebody's last Valentine's day. This is somebody's last chance to have a holiday, a hug, Mm -hmm. a smile. And, we want it to be special for them. We want every minute to be special for those that we serve. Because you have a lot of people, you were saying, on hospice. But, Michael, mm-hmm. um, how is it for you and your staff to be in that mental place well, we're, all the time? Well, we are so blessed to have, uh, obviously, our Lord and Savior on our side. And we invest in each other. We have outside pastors, different people come in and speak and invest in us. Oh, good. Um, That's good. And we invest in our volunteers. We try our best to invest in each other and, and pray. And it's, you know, it it's truly hard. Is. It's a, it's a hard, yeah. it's a hard thing to be immersed in every day. Mm-hmm. It could be real taxing. Um, but as, but many people say it's a privilege to serve people yeah. when um, that's the point where they are in their life, you yeah. know? Um, I wanted to ask you about your recent trip because you're like, you know, you were texting last night that you were on your way home from Arizona. Yes. And uh, tell us about that trip. It wasn't uh, exactly a vacation. No. Well, it kind of was in a <laughs> sense that, uh, you know, 
<laughs> the Lord has a funny way of taking you outside of your comfort zone. And Easter, he sent me out to the Navajo Nation to meet a couple of pastors out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, he really, they just grew on me. And we became family. So I was actually adopted into the Navajo Nation. Really? Yes. And I was anointed apostle That's uh, cool. by a pastor out there. And they sent me back to this region to do the work. And then found out that they were having the gathering of tribal nations for Christ in Window Rock, Arizona Wow! this past week. So it was a massive kind of revival. And they wanted to try to feed. They were talking about food and feeding. I was like, you guys, this is what I do. I said, don't worry about the food. You know, let me provide the food. And, and Oh, my gosh. Yes. From here to Arizona? Yes. How so, did you do that? Uh, well, my house just recently sold, so I looked at it as my version of tithing. And decided that I was going to go and bless those who blessed me so, so deeply and became family. Wow. And so we went out there and a team from here locally went out there together, kind of on a mission trip per se. And we fed over 100 representatives from different tribes. So Cherokee, Chickasaw, Choctaw, Muscogee Creek, and, and Seminole. And you keep going on and on and on. Over 100 representatives from North America, Cameroon. Um, I had, we had an 18-wheeler uh, driver pull off the side of the road, did a U-turn, and came back to the tent the first night and walked up to me and said, are you a pastor? I was like, no, bro, I'm not. I said, I said, but, you know, he had this accent. I said, I could pray for you. And he said, I said, where are you from? He said, I'm from Cameroon. He said, the Lord told me to turn around. And so there's oh all these God. representatives. I just got goosebumps. Yeah. yeah. It was crazy. So he, I was like, do you know where you are? He said, no, I'm on my way to Dallas. And he, and I was like, <laughs> I said. Where is Cameroon? I don't even know. It's in that. Africa. It's in Africa. How is he? I, I said, you're at the gathering of the tribal nations at the capital of the Navajo Nation. <laughs> and he's like looking at me like, huh? And I'm like, I'm like, God sent you here to represent your tribe. That is unbelievable. Yes. So second. <laughs> so <laughs> you guys, I can't make this up. I thought up. there was another Cameroon somewhere. Yeah. Right? yeah. Okay. And so you guys, I mean, really and truly, I, I have not known how to share this since it happened. Uh, that over a thousand people experienced some form of this, but God blessed me with experience in pretty much every phase of it. And, you know, I was able to help the the Navajo people and, and my family, I, you know, actually set up the thousand seat tents, like sledgehammering stakes into oh the gosh. ground and put this, wow. raising this tent up on, on the, on their fairgrounds, their tribal grounds. And, uh, the second night, my kids actually went along with me on this journey. They were out at the kids tent. Mm-hmm. And I was in there just worshiping, singing, praising God. And all of a sudden, I look behind me, and a sandstorm comes in. What? And I've been there twice, and I've been there for almost two weeks at this point. And I had not seen anything. Is this like desert? It's it's kind of desert, yeah. But there's mountains surrounded, and this sandstorm just came in from the east. You get stuck in the valley, that sand will do that. It'll whip around like that. So then what happened? It came, and it. (laughs) all I hear is kids screaming. And so I run out and I cover my eyes like this right here so I yeah. could run and get my kids. I'm looking for my kids. I hear kids screaming. I see everybody running, scrambling. And I grab my son and my daughter and I pull them in close. And I say, let's pray. The Lord is here. All of a sudden I was overwhelmed. The Lord is here. The Lord is here. The Lord is here. And we're sitting there. The Lord is here. And the kid's tent is literally being ripped out of the stakes. Oh, my gosh. And so so I said, I say, all right, go with the adults. And we go and we try to secure the tent. And it really didn't – I don't know if it got secure or not. Not long after that, we go into the tent. 
and we start worshiping again. And y'all, mm-hmm. I'm just feeling the presence of the Lord like I've never felt before, right? Mm. All of a sudden, my chef, my you know chef from Myrtle Beach, mm. all of a sudden he comes in from outside a tent and he's like, it's almost like a look of terror and yeah. urgency. He said, come here, come now, come now, come now. And he's, he's an elderly gentleman and he was moving. He yeah. was moving. <laughs> and so I was like, oh my God, what's happening? So I run outside and I follow him and y'all, the sun is setting in the west. Mm-hmm. The hill that was in the east from where the wind came was a fire red sky with a rainbow and the figure of a man. What? What? Did you take a picture? Yeah, it's on my Facebook. Um, and whoa, I fell to my knees and I just started bawling my my eyes out. <laughs> oh my He's gosh. here. I was gonna say you were right. The Lord was there. He was here. Yeah. He's here. What in the world? And I start wor- I start worshiping, and next thing I know, I just feel hands all over me, right? Mm-hmm. And then we get up, and some other people saw it, but I just wanted to bow before the Lord. Mm-hmm. And they said it transformed into a cross before it disappeared. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So then we go back in the tent. By the time we get back in the tent, there's a gentleman. Uh, some people might know him out there, Robin Bullock. Um, they, him, his family were worshiping, okay? Mm-hmm. They were singing and praising on the... And I get up there, y'all, <laughs> and they're not playing the instruments, but music is playing. What? What do you mean? They're not playing the instruments, and music is playing. Where's the music coming from? God. <sighs> and, y'all, I'm telling you, I sat there in amazement because everybody heard something different. After we left, everybody had heard, heard something a little different. And you see my daughter and my son right there on yeah, Facebook, right? Yeah. Y'all, I heard birds chirping, mm-hmm. like in the Garden of Eden. Mm. I heard Jesus. This I heard is, wind. This is after the sandstorm. After the sandstorm, after the figure on the mountain, Yeah. in the tent. Everybody's gathered. Everybody's gathered in one place. Wow. Okay? My son's in there, and I'm mm. holding my son, and... I had, there was an, there was undeniably the fact that God was there. Mm. My son and I started singing together. Holy is the lamb. Holy is the lamb. I'm still wearing the jeans that I was wearing because I had to fall literally on my face. Mm. My son was on his face. My daughter was on her face and we were praising God. And I said, I said, Vivi, that's my daughter. I said, what did, what did you hear? And Mm -hmm. she said, I heard him say, I am coming down. Hmm. That's what she heard through the speakers. Mm -hmm. Other people heard, I am here. Glory. Everybody heard something different, experienced Mm -hmm. something different. People that have only been a believer for a year and so skeptical were telling me things. Y'all, I'm telling you, Jesus. (laughs) Why do you think he came there? I'm going to tell you right now, and, and I don't know different theologies and things like that. I know that in the in that moment, in, in that worship, at one point, myself and many, many members were on our knees. And I can tell you that a thousands of generations mm. were being, that's when the music stopped. I was, wow. it's, I was speaking in a, in a native language that I didn't know. Wow. Mm-hmm. And, if, and I was wailing. Mm. So... Wow. The fact that there were so many different generations there represented and just mm-hmm. the connection, yeah. that is really, I can, I can see 
I can see that happening. Yeah. I really, I really can. And and I'm watching right now this video. Mm-hmm. This, uh, I'm going to share this on our our yeah, page. Yeah. Sure, I'm going to share this on our page. Sure. Um, really interesting stuff. Yeah. Listen, um, we have to go to break, and we have another interview coming mm-hmm. up. But yeah. I wanted to tell everybody that there is a gala <laughs> being being. Um, uh, put on here by Meals on Wheels to help you guys do more. Thank you for man, sharing that man. incredible story. Well, can I say one thing before you get off with me? Yeah, I want I want to tell them about this yeah, gala. Yeah, Jesus is more important, I think, sometimes. Okay, go um, ahead. L- listen, y'all, <laughs> Jesus wants to bring revival and awaken, awakening, okay? Everybody's mm-hmm. been praying for it. Everybody's asking mm-hmm. for it to happen. He said, take the steps. He partners with a man every time he does a move of mm. God in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Start taking steps. Don't pray. Don't pray for it to come. Pray for how you can do it. Mm. So let's join together in praying for how we can bring people billions to know Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen to that. Um, I posted that. I shared that video on our Facebook page. Um, it looks incredible. I can't wait to watch it. And uh, also, I shared before that the Meals on Wheels event mm-hmm. that's coming up on Friday, September 9th at 6 p.m. It's going to be at the Wild Wing Plantation Clubhouse. Um, there are tickets for sale on that that link that I posted there. You can click the register button and register. Learn more about Meals on Wheels of Ori County. Go to M. O-W-H-C.org. Dot org. Dot org. And learn more about um, how you can donate, how you can volunteer, how you can get help, how you can get uh, these tickets to this event. Again, it's September 9th. It's a Friday at 6 p.m. It's called the Gala for Grandparents. It's inaugural. And they're planning to do that every year. And the reason why you call it Gala for Grandparents is that Meals on Wheels primarily serves. Yeah. So we we, we were calling them clients for so long. And then after I met the Navajo people, I realized their, their you know, endearment for their elderly. Mm. And so we didn't want it to be clinical anymore. We wanted it to be relational. So we switched it to grandparents. I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. You got so many people like, this guy needs to be in every day. I need to get in touch with this guy. <laughs> we got a real estate agent mm-hmm. who's like saying, I looked it up. I looked up the property yep. and give me all kinds of information on it already. Praise God. The one that you were looking for. Hallelujah. All right. Uh, it's, Let's yeah, put we, them in touch. Yeah, we, Let's put them in touch. I'm I'll give you all that info. Break. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's go. great. Uh, he wants to uh, buy with Meals on Wheels to buy that Coyote Grill that's sitting there vacant. Maybe we can help him make that happen. I don't know how. Uh, another person said we should just do a radiothon, and this person wants to be the first person to donate. Mm. It's already started. <laughs> it's already started. <laughs> what you did. Amen. You know, it, September 9th, that gala is like pretty much to the anniversary of the last time this happened. Because yep. we are a force to be reckoned with yep. over here. Amen. And we a got a lot of hands. Yep. But you just told me there are no accidents. There is, there, there is no accidents. And 100% there is not. <laughs> We planned this, and when you texted me last night, I was like, man, I am tired. I've been on the road for 14 hours, and 
I said, are you coming tomorrow? You're on my calendar, and yeah. I don't know why. Because yeah. <laughs> you had probably asked me a while ago, yeah. and I just had Meals on Wheels. I don't know. How long ago did we book that? At least a month or two. Yeah, I yeah. don't recall. But um, I was like, all right, come on in. Well, here you are. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that amazing story. Thank and you. come back anytime. Yeah. You know our doors are always yeah. open. 9.30 on the Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers and Michael Tyler of Meals on Wheels. We'll be back in a moment. The Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers. Back in a bit on Talk 94.5. Hey, if you're looking for a job, why not work in a place that's outdoors and a beautiful place? One of the 21 gorgeous golf courses of Founders Group International. You can go to foundersgroupinternational.com and uh, apply. Yeah, they have great jobs in golf course maintenance, food and beverage, HVAC and construction. You can also check out the open positions from assistant superintendent to greenskeeper to golf course construction. They're looking for full and part-time. And uh, also they have this banquet area that you can do uh, serving or chef, banquet servers, captains, and line cooks. Full-time positions include full-time benefits package, including medical, dental, vision, and supplemental insurance. And you'll also get free golf for you and everyone in your household. Mention the Liz Calloway Show and you'll get a $500 sign-on bonus. Flexible hours, great team environment. They're looking for people who really love people, love working at a golf